Hello and welcome to episode four of the WBBL Review. Uh, you're here with your hosts, Mark and Melita. How are we doing? Hey, I'm doing good, thank you. Have you had a busy week this week? No, not really, actually. We've finally got into the rhythm of things now because our practice times are changing quite a bit, but now we're finally in the groove of things. I saw you put a post on uh, on social media the other day about having, a, like, back in the kind of the pro life of having naps during the day. Yeah, exactly. Like, it feels like years since I've been a pro where literally you have nothing to do with your life. Like, it's literally just gym, sleep, eat, gym, sleep, eat. <laughs> you get those t-shirts, don't you? Basketball, sleep, repeat, uh, whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, last week we, we were on Instagram Live, something a little bit uh, different. Obviously, we're back to our normal format this week. Um. We'll, we'll just have a, a chat about the, the week's matches and, and see where we get to from there. Now, me and you, we, we met on Saturday. We got, I got to see you play, which I was very excited about. Yeah. How, how, was, uh, how was that match for you? It was tough leaving home at 5am, going all the way to Durham. So I think even though we got there two and a half hours early, I, still, I think the whole team felt sluggish mm. and our mentality was like, let's go, like, let's run on them. And our bodies just was going at a slow pace. So it, it we definitely made it hard for ourselves. Um, but a win is a win. We just got to take it and just run with it and forget about it and move on to the next one. I think uh, first half Durham, their three-point shooting was was uh, just keeping them that, that kind of, I think it was nine or seven points ahead at half time. I think, well, but they were yeah. just keeping themselves at arm's length from, from yourselves. Yeah, exactly. And in our heads, we're like, oh, yeah, we're down by like 12 or even more, maybe. And we're like, yeah, we still got it. It's fine. And our coach in the timeout said, I'm giving you guys until the fourth quarter to get back into this game and into a lead. And we're like, well, we can do this in five minutes. What are you talking about? Five minutes passed. We're still down by <laughs> by like six or seven. And fourth quarter, after our coach got ejected, so that's say when we that again. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that it's because he got ejected why we then got the lead, but <laughs> he says that it was a tactic. Like it was a it, yeah. it was a part of his plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen very often, does it? Uh, someone gets ejected for two technicals, like. If, if, has that happened to you before where your coach has kind of been taught the taught sleep? It's only happened one other time. And I, it was Mark Clark, actually, when I was yeah. playing for Barkin Abbey Academy. Um, he got <laughs> ejected. Other than that, I haven't, haven't seen it. And it's kind of shocking because as coaches, you want to be able to question referees and say, OK, what did she do? Or why wasn't that a foul? Or... I'm talking to my players, I can get frustration out of my players. So the fact that there was no warnings given, it was just straight bam. And mm-hmm. it was from the ref he wasn't talking to. So it's kind of like, what's your explanation for that? Because referees are supposed to kind of be in the background and call things that are not supposed to happen. They mm-hmm. shouldn't be in control of the game. And I kind of feel like that's what's happening in the WBBR for like refs it's like they want more recognition, like they want to be seen and heard and known. And it's like, no, calm down a little bit. Yeah, for, from my point of view, that first technical, when 
when uh, Jay was talking to the referee, there wasn't anything out of the out of the ordinary. It was quite a, a controlled conversation. The referee was was talking back. It was, a, and then and then obviously, as you said, the referee from the other side of the court just just gives the sign, and, <laughs> and it, it just it didn't make really any sense. Because then, are you putting that referee? Are you kind of undermining his his authority mm-hmm. because? you're kind of going over him he's having a conversation if he had a problem yeah. with it would he not would he not do that yeah he would call it if if it was that serious exactly and then I kind of it's kind of tough to say you was on the side where because the sideline is very close to the three-point line mm-hmm. and uh, Marley Ball one of um, our guards <laughs> I think she stepped out was it like four times? Oh, the, the, yeah, it, it got called quite a few times, yeah. Yeah, and she was like, oh my gosh, and just was frustrated as anyone else would if you step out of bounds four times. Um, and they gave her a technical. And it's like, well, isn't she allowed to get out frustration? And especially when it's not like she looked at the referee or kind of made like a comment about the refing. It was just, frustration in herself so yeah. that that was shocking as well and what, what made that one worse as well was that was a fifth foul yeah so that was her out of the game as well so yeah yeah, yeah I felt I felt so bad for her so bad <laughs> but you, again like I said to her you just got to brush it off yeah you picked up your third foul quite early as well it was just yeah. after half time I think and it was like oh no I'm good I'm good yeah <laughs> I think for me, it was it's more down to laziness. Like I have, since my injury, well, actually I've been doing it quite a bit. It just, if someone slightly has a step um, ahead of me, I just like to go around and try to tip the ball from behind. Mm-hmm. And it usually works because my arms are pretty long. So it kind of can get all the way around and tip it. And then that's a fast break for me. But clearly that ref didn't didn't like it so after the second time I'm like okay okay like coach I'm good please there's something out (laughs) and it was a tough one because the third one I was in the circle wasn't even trying to take a charge but she dipped her shoulder into me so I just fell anyway Mm -hmm. and he called that a blocking foul whereas I kind of I think that should be a no call because I am in the circle but I'm also not doing anything wrong Mm. so let's talk a bit more about your performance because it did land you in the WBBL team of the week (laughs) <laughs> and one of Eva's nominees this week. So you finished with 21 points, seven rebounds and five assists. I mean, Melita's back, yeah? Yeah, I'm coming back. I mean, I might have to make a T-shirt saying the comeback season now. <laughs> now that I'm feeling good and now my stats are, are kind of getting up there. But I'm just hoping I stay consistent with it as well and or just keep going up. Well, I think that's three wins in a row now for, for Gloucester, two in the league, and then obviously that cup game just beforehand uh, on on the up and up. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully this weekend we play Manchester, who have a double header. And yeah. I'm not sure why. There's but... been a few teams. There's a few teams this weekend with them. Um, I think Caledonia are playing two games, Durham oh, yeah. are playing two games. So I think there's a few with their uh, double headers. Yeah, so I'm not complaining because we don't have one and <laughs> it's just great they're travelling to us after playing at home. So I said to my team, like, hey, we got to run on them. We literally just got to run because they're low on numbers as well, just like we are a little bit. So 
Um, I definitely think we're going to be the ones with the fresher legs. So we've got to exploit that. As, as you say, if you're losing anyway, just get Jay ejected and then, and then it all fits into place, doesn't yeah. it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always the coach's um, fault. <laughs> Uh, let's move on then to uh, Caledonia's first win of the season. Uh, uh, probably a shock result again, but Newcastle don't seem to be playing with any sort of cohesion this season. Uh, that one finished 57-56. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, injuries again. Injuries for Newcastle. Uh, Ebony Horton. Um, uh, Jessica went off uh, injured again. Obviously, Abby played limited minutes because of her injuries from the week before. It's the, it's the injury curse again for Newcastle. Yeah, and it's tough because they came in with so many players as well. And it's like they're kind of one of the only teams in the league that are having consistent injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you saw Chris's tweet, but he was fuming about the referees. Like, how can two players go to the A&E after a game because it wasn't controlled? Um, And, yeah, it's kind of hard because in every single game in the WBBL, the refereeing changes. Like, you can touch someone, it's a foul. Or you can fully hack someone across the head and it's not a foul. Like, I saw... Cat Carr's highlights from a game and she drove to the basket, literally got whacked on her head and it was an and one call. Like those are the things that you should be calling, not necessarily, okay, I'm just going to touch her for, to see distance. So it's, I think it definitely needs to be changed. But why, why don't we have three referees? Well, it depends on the club by the looks of it because Newcastle had three last week against Auckland's. Sheffield mm-hmm. only had the two. Durham only had two, obviously, last weekend. But then the cup games that Durham had, they hosted, they, there was three referees for each of those. So yeah. I, it doesn't seem to be any pattern to it. Is it uh, availability issues? Is it money issues? Who yeah, knows? I have no idea. But I, from what I've heard, I thought it was mandatory to have three referees. And I kind of feel like this is where the league has problems because... They implement things, but they don't follow up with it. So it's like, okay, at the start, yeah, we're going to have three. Well, you've got some teams following the rules. And then some teams are probably thinking, well, let's save money or they're not going to fine us. What's the consequence if we don't do it? So I think it need, there needs to be a steady balance. And whether all referees do like, a, I don't know, a conference call or do get together and speak about what should be called at certain times, maybe that makes things a lot better because at least we can have some sort of consistency. Like, I want to know whether a game's going to be rough. Like, can I body someone without getting a charge? Like, mm. it's, it's, it's going to make the game a lot more smoother as well because it's boring every time the ref stops the game or someone gets injured because it's not been stopped. How much difference does it make then as, as a player from the, like two referees to three referees? Like, do you feel like it makes a big difference? For me, a huge difference because I cheat a lot in basketball. Like, I feel like <laughs> where I can, I can be very sneaky. So if there's two referees <laughs> off the ball or where I know the ref can't see me, I'm going to do something illegal. So it keeps me on my toes having three referees. Also, 
Well, one thing that I've found as well watching some games too is even with free referees, you have the wrong referee calling the um, calling a foul or something else. So I remember in, I can't remember what game it was, but the ball's on one side, the drive came and it was the referee that had no sort of vision called the foul. And even mm. the referee on the other side started laughing because he knew he, it wasn't a foul. And he knew that ref shouldn't have been calling that too. Mm. So, yeah, I think there's still more work to be done with the referees when there is free. But I do think it's better to just have more eyes on, on the court. And then I don't know if I've seen it a lot where referees kind of come together and discuss what they've seen or discuss like, hey, let me call that. Or mm -hmm. hey, I think that was a foul. So... I don't know if that's happening either. It's, it's I guess like the, the the football referees when when they make decisions, I always think it'd be good if they kind of just came out at the end and said, I, I, I made this decision because I saw this, or I ejected Jay because I heard this, or and just it might give more context to something we might have missed or something that they might have thought that they saw. It yeah. just might might kind of solve the problems a little bit of. People. Exactly. I think maybe like if we kind of spot it, maybe we should have them on here. Yeah. And we kind of yeah, ask them just like, hey, we we've noticed this. Like we just want some clarity of how you're reffing the game and their opinion as well on the whole league and reffing because of they must ref with other referees where they call things completely different to them. So I wonder how they feel about that. Do they then follow them or do they keep true to themselves and called the same things they usually would it's interesting well we'll ask them about uh melita's cheating scandal you know like every <laughs> and the bat tap is not a foul <laughs> um so uh, talking about the eagles and ninjas but that's making no kind of excuse for um for caledonia a massive performance from them a big win and um, we've been talking about them a lot in this program about 30 points there's 30 points that but huge win for them yeah exactly and it's exciting for them as well because i know last season they didn't get much wins so to get these wins early on for them is definitely a confident boost so i know against manchester this weekend i kind of was a little bit mm -hmm. not too sure but i'm i'm kind of just betting on georgia jones to just dominate against them and um dominique allen as well because i do think they're probably a lot more physical you've got Rianne Bailey as well everyone on Manchester is physical so I'm I'm just gonna guess that they'll win based off that and the fact that Caledonia have to travel all the way down to Manchester too so that's a long long, long way as, as you found out going to Durham <laughs> yeah exactly I'm I don't know how they do it pretty much all season <laughs> yeah uh, let's move on then uh Manchester obviously we just mentioned them talk played Sheffield at the weekend Sheffield just continue to dominate. Yeah, um, they they've got their little, they've got it sorted. Like <laughs> they've got it figured out. Uh, if we talk about uh, individual performances, Nicolette, um, again WBBL team of the week for her and Eva's player of the week this week. Um, a huge performance. Yeah, and it's it's hard to you kind of underestimate her because. She is a small guard, but she's super quick. 
she gets these little rebounds here and there. Like she's just like a little fly, just just kind of every <laughs> everywhere. <Yes. laughs> yeah, just out of nowhere, like, oh, okay. And then she also knows her teammates as well. So like she's played with pretty much nearly all of them already. So um she can easily find like Georgia girl just on the wing, ready mm-hmm. to knock down a three pointer. So yeah, I'm I'm super happy for her. I think a lot of that core team of the Sheffield, as you say, have played together before, know each other well, and it's really shown at the minute. Yeah, exactly. And I'm intrigued to see what they're going to be like this weekend. Who do they play again? I cannot remember. They Um, are playing... Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Because I wasn't sure... Who I was going to go for. Uh, Leicester, Leicester, yeah, that's it. Leicester, Leicester, there we go. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. That is going to be a great game. I think guard-wise, they match up nicely. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, Leicester, yeah. we, we've been kind of a bit harsh on Leicester in the last few weeks, just saying, like, we expect a bit more from them, we expect a bit more. They pushed London a bit on on um, at the weekend. The, the, yeah. the I think they were nine points down going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the, I mean, twenty-eight five in the fourth quarter to London, so they kind of stretched away completely. But it was probably closer up until that point than people thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think like Stone Stone. I think that's her name. I'm pretty sure it's McCann because it McCann Stone. Yeah, there we go. From I think she did a great deal for them, and um, Oceana as well. Hamilton, mm-hmm. she did excellent she played big minutes and it definitely helped uh Leicester to keep so close to London as well so um also I like their guard number 10 I do think she's I forgot her name so sorry um <laughs> I need to get everyone's names in the league now we're still um, early yeah, like, days aren't we still early yeah days. exactly she's new as well to WBBR but yeah she She's done an awesome job as well. Like she played big minutes too, um, and I think they just gelled well together. Mm-hmm. Like they got a lot of defensive stops and they attacked. They were super aggressive, and I think that's what was missing from the other games. Like being effective on their aggressiveness. That is a word. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it a word. <laughs> So, yeah, I was very, very impressed. And now I guess they've shut me up a little bit. So I can't mm. I can't say anything negative. <laughs> a few pickouts in that game. Holly Winterburn becoming the youngest player to hit 1,000 championship points. And she's, I mean, it's just 21. It's going from strength to strength to strength. Uh, looking yeah. very, very accomplished in that London team. Yeah, exactly. And I think for her, what's great is that she started in the WBBR when it was first created, I want to say maybe it was a couple of years after. Um, so she must feel very comfortable in this league. Mm-hmm. And like, she's taken shots that no one, well, the only person I could think of is um, Schoenpert that played on Nottingham last year, like those deep, deep threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and she just, she's always in control. She's got a lovely basketball figure as well, where she can take these long Euro mm-hmm. steps, and yes, I think she's she's a great player. And I'm kind of intrigued to see what she's gonna do as well, like with her future. Is she gonna if London stay in the Euro Cup, is she just gonna stay in Euro um with London or would she adventure out to 
um, to other European teams. I'm I'm kind of intrigued, but I do think she's she's a great player. We had also uh, Joe Leadham, first points back. Uh, well, first points. Yeah. In in the in the country, really. Yeah. But, uh, that was exciting. And I know you've got your bet with uh, Kennedy about his, uh, her triple doubles. Yeah. She was three yeah. rebounds short this week. <laughs> I mean, she just. I didn't get onto her too much because my bet was lower than everyone else's. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm like, okay, yeah, hold it out a little bit. Hold it out. <laughs> I mean, what, there's 13 assists again. It's massive numbers of assists every week. And even when you put like the likes of Holly in that team, who I think she had six or seven assists, yeah. but yet Kennedy's still racking up those numbers regularly. Yeah, and for her, like she's literally got a perfect team as well where everyone knows their role in the team. So like if she's driving and she wants, she's got a choice of who to kick it out to, it's always going to be Cassie Breen because she knocks down ev- literally everything. It's also nice when you've got a big who sets a really good screen, rolls all the way to the basket, and it's that dump-off pass that's easy to make. So she's she's very lucky in that, in that sense, but then also her ball handling skills for herself as well. She just makes life so easy for herself. And she's super fit as well. Mm-hmm. Got to give it to her. She's super fit. So she can last 40 minutes a game and keep that intensity. So, yeah, props for her. Uh, let's move on to Essex Rebels. And we haven't really talked about Essex Rebels. I think we need to spare a thought for them, though. I mean, they've started their season with two games against Seven Oaks, and, and obviously on Saturday, two games against London. I mean, that, that's not a good start of your season. I know. I mean, it's kind of a blessing in, the si- in disguise as well, because when you start with two top teams in the league, you kind of pick yourself up. You you learn for, uh, from those games and then you carry those games into the next games that you do play. So I'm expecting them to blow out teams in in the next coming of weeks because they've just been playing at such a high level. So as long as they don't dip to other people's, other teams' levels, I think they can mm-hmm. do good. And we've got to talk about their crowds as well. Oh, that was huge, yeah. 300 plus, I heard, 300 plus. Yeah, so it's and it's amazing to see that. I want to know what exactly they did to get those numbers because if they can share that and other teams can can use that, then this league will be huge. Yeah, I mean, if you look at uh, obviously that that home game, the Newcastle's home game was two hundred odd. I think Gloucester had over a hundred at their first game. Yeah, numbers numbers starting to kind of come in, and yeah, it's encouraging. Um, as you say, sharing that good practice of what Essex did. I think they work closely with the university and they work closely to try and get people in uh, student-wise as well, which is which is kind of what Durham could be doing, I think. I think they're, they're missing the trick. Um, yeah. Big, big student kind of base right there to, to, to encourage along, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it's a sport in college and um, university as well. Like mm-hmm. They have loads of different other sports but um yeah I don't know what's going on with that one but where would you put them because there wasn't really much space to even they, they do have like that a uh, stand I think that was broken or something during lockdown uh, period and uh, there's some sort of health and safety training I think that needs to be done before that can be kind of used again so they do have like a stand that can kind of come out 
Okay. Um, but I don't know how long that process is away. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we also missed as well that, um, I want to say her name's Kara, Kara. Um, Elder King. Yeah. 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 She wasn't there on Saturday, was she? We literally was like, oh, hold on. Their best player's not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe she's just late. She's going to come. And she just never came. And we're like, woo, okay, <laughs> perfect. So I think maybe that's our mindset as well. Like, oh, yeah, their best player's not here. Like, we're going to smack them by 20. And <laughs> we clearly didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm, yeah, I forgot Carla wasn't there. I'm not, I'm not sure why. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know she was working. But I don't know if it's going to be a regular thing or she's going to quit the team or just be at some games. I don't know. Because she makes a massive difference to that team. Massive difference. Huge difference. Huge difference. That that game, uh, Essex on uh, Saturday, finished with the exact same score as the Sheffield-Manchester game, 49-76. That was was a good spot, that one. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Seven Oaks continue to to impress. A few new names in their squad, but still with that same winning mentality. Yeah, I just can't wait for them to play London again. If I'm being yeah. honest, like I wish they played each other more because those games, I think those are the games that we want to put on Sky Sports. Those are the games where we want to get everyone in the area. Like, it's two pretty much London teams. Seven Oaks is literally just outside. So they can get both fans base to come to the games. And if we promote it, then just random people will come to the game because they heard, like, oh, this is going to be a good game. So, yeah. I don't know when they play next each other, but oh, I'll be watching yeah. if I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you talk about Sky Sports there, and it was announced today that the finals for the WBBL, so the Cup final, the Trophy final, and Playoff final will be on Sky Sports. And um, there's a few people commenting on the bottom of the post just saying, like, oh, is, it, is there no more? Is there no more? And it would be really good to see some more like regular season fixtures on Sky Sports alongside yeah. the BBL. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's. I try not to think too much about that because it's not something that I can control, but it's also a little bit upsetting because f- there's always a fight about equal pay between men and women. I 100% agree that men should be paid more because they bring in more money to the game. I completely get that. But when it comes to exposure, Mm-hmm. it's yeah. just that like if we if we have a game on Sky Sports how are we promoting it beforehand so we can get the numbers up mm-hmm. I, I do believe if we promote the women's game just as much as we promote the men's game we would have way more people watch our games yeah I mean, you look, sorry you look at uh, the women's footballers now on Sky Sports and it was on the BBC the other day over a million people watched the the Manchester derby for for the women's football. Well, they wouldn't have done that if it wasn't on BBC. It's the same. It's the same with women's basketball. If it's not there to watch, people don't watch it. And exactly, I think it does. It exposures the word. Exposures the word. Yeah. yeah. The BBL buzz as well. They do such a good job. Yeah. At promoting as well. So like I just wish they they could do the same for us too and it boosts our confidence up as well like imagine if you do like a great move in a game 
and you just have loads of people coming it on it or you've got the fans and the crowds hyping you up you're mm-hmm. gonna play better from that so you're gonna ex- experience a better game because of it too um but I mean I just try not I'm not gonna fight for it now just because I'm like there's more there's other things to think about like the referees for example oh, yeah. we'll keep going <laughs> to them. We'll keep going them we'll try and get some on the on the show that'll be good yes yes we <laughs> Anyway, you need to get your pundit hat on back on Sky Sports this year, I reckon. I know. It's going to be interesting. I don't know if I have time. That's the only thing. No, you do. I was obviously out with an injury, so it was easy. Mm -hmm. But um, I'll definitely try to push for that because I enjoyed it so much. Mm -hmm. And I was a little bit nervous, but I think with more experience in it, I do think I can be pretty good for it because I banter a lot so it I think it will <laughs> it will kind of make it a bit more interesting rather than just saying oh yeah she's such a good player I'm like she's a good player but I think she can kick her, her <laughs> <after that."> <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't you don't pull any punches that's 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 what it is just straight in there exactly <laughs> so there's one game we haven't talked about uh from the weekend and it's Oakland Wolves against Cardiff and after Auckland's win against Newcastle, they'll be pretty disappointed, I think, to to lose by 10. Yeah, and we got it wrong. Yeah. 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 Man, stop telling people we got it wrong. <laughs> We're probably about 90% correct, though. Yeah, we pretty, did pretty well yeah, at the weekend. Pretty, at least, yeah, at least we both good. got it wrong. It wasn't just yeah. me getting it wrong or something. That was That's that's their bonus. Yeah, exactly. But I, yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because they, on paper, it seems like Oakland's have the better team. And I did think like Marissa would have dominated a bit more inside. Um, but Hatch, like she. Yeah, just, 22 points for Shannon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shocked she, um, she wasn't on. Um, was she actually on the um, the All Star Five? No, no, it was. No, uh, she wasn't. Was she? No. Should, should we should we read it out? I mean, there's there's some good names there: Nicolette, Holly, uh, someone called Melito. I'm not sure. I've never. I don't think I've heard of her. I think about. Um, and then Kat Carr and Jamila Thompson from Seven Oaks. Yeah, the, the, the five. Yeah, that uh, must have been a hard pick for the for the week because yeah, like Catch put out big numbers as well. Um, but she's going to be so key for Cardiff. So key. Like, she's just constantly moving. She's got the height as well, rebounds well. So, yeah, I'm I'm impressed by her. I think it makes, kind of say we're, we're doing our predictions, it makes it difficult to pick a team that's going to win these matches against the, the likes of Cardiff and Caledonia, Durham, say Newcastle yeah. at the moment. It's like nothing seems to be consistent yet. And we're yeah. like, oh, which way do you go? Exactly, exactly. Like, it took me a good 10 minutes to figure out <laughs> next week's uh, predictions. But that's exciting, though, because at least we know the league is going to be super competitive. Let's look ahead then at the weekend to come. We've mentioned a few times about some double headers going on. And I think there's, there's three teams with those double headers. I think it's a big weekend for Durham. They're playing Cardiff, Caledonia, two teams that they're probably 
kind of earmarked to to try and take that win. Yeah. Um, Manchester at home to Caledonia and away to yourselves. Again, tight games in there as well. It, it looks like an exciting weekend. Yeah, exactly. And I'm definitely going to be tuned in on Saturday, watching as many as possible. And then Sunday, get into game mode and game come game. out with a win. Yep, yep. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see see the scores. You'll have to catch up on that Sheffield-Leicester game when you when you finish, when you finish know, your game. Yeah. That's done at the same time. And it would have been... It would have been perfect because then we played Sheffield the following weekend, so we would have watched the game anyway to scout, but yeah. that game's been postponed. Um, and I just kind of want to touch on league games and fixtures because, our, so obviously, like I said, that game against Sheffield on the 6th of November, which is my birthday, so I am happy because we got the weekend off. <laughs> That's been cancelled. Um, and then we've got six weeks where we don't play. Wow. So I don't know if it's just my team or if other teams are are pretty similar with that because um, we're trying to move the London game next week because we have no players. Like, the league just said, oh, hey, yeah, we've got to move this game for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, we, we've got people that work. So it's it's kind of hard to to reschedule at such short notice like that. Um, so I don't know whether, like, it's... Is it the league's fault because the fixture, fixtures aren't put in place properly? How is there like a rule to say you're just allowed to postpone or just change a game? Um, like yeah. what? Because for me, as a professional athlete, you want a rhythm, you want structure, schedule, so that we can also do things with our lives. <laughs> like especially play, me playing at home it's nice to be able to plan to go home maybe for a day and then come back and kind of reset my mental clock. Um, but yeah, I just don't, and double headers, you don't really get that in professional basketball. How comes we're having double headers in a normal league game? It's Yeah, it, it seems strange how this weekend seems to be very heavy on double headers. Whereas last weekend there wasn't any. And yeah. You think they'll be able to spend? It's like it's a decent chunk of time this season, isn't it? Um, like October to May. You think yeah. you should be able to probably spread them out so you're not having the two games and with the traveling and the everything on top of that. Exactly, and even with the cup games as well, I'm not too sure why we all had double headers and then the next game was like in a couple of days. Um, when we could have maybe started it a week earlier and had them spread out why is it just at one venue like that could be a difference between a win and a loss having a game like for example we played um Cardiff and they're just at home for two of their games mm-hmm. and then they play I believe they played away after that like that's that's a disadvantage to all the other teams it's not really fair and then when you look at the BBL they play home and away mm-hmm is that so, is that again a, a money thing in the league? Is it a, a, an availability of of kind of teams to 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 have that time where back and forward? Mm. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know the answer. I to be honest, but anyone can help us. Let us know <laughs> who's in charge of scheduling. Yeah, <laughs> we need a name. <laughs> 
Uh, we've mentioned London quite a bit, but again, their, their European journey continues on, well, Thursday the 14th, playing against a German team. I don't think I'm going to try and pronounce it. Um, <laughs> but we, I mean, we've just watched the, the men's team win by 19 against the Dutch team. Will that, do you think that'll give them confidence? Um, that the women's team give them confidence to say, well, if they, they're doing it, we, we can do it as well. Yeah, 100%. But knowing the London team, they're probably not even thinking <laughs> about them at all. I doubt they even watched it, maybe clips here mm. and there, like because they're so focused on themselves and what they need to do, the goal set. And being able to play with Joe and Izania, like I know that's how they think. They'll be like, mm. yeah, good game. Okay, now on to us. This is what we need to focus on. So I think... Hopefully they get it. I have no idea who this German team is and <laughs> no idea who plays for them. But as long as everyone does their role correctly on the London team, which I believe they will, I think they'll they'll pull out a win. I know earlier on in the season we were like, oh, will they gel together? But after seeing them play, it's like they've been playing for years and years together. Yeah, I think literally from each player, they've on other teams they've played for, they've always missed something. But now coming to the London team, it's just connected so well because everyone knows what they're doing. Like Holly for Leicester had to do everything. Where mm-hmm. Now she's come to a team where she can relax a little bit more and she's going to be more efficient because she's using her energy on things that she's supposed to, not necessarily think, oh, I'll go, go get the ball now, I'll go, go rebound or mm-hmm. anything like that. So... Yeah, like um, I'm I'm excited for them. Yeah, I, I speak for friend kind of the whole basketball community that we, we are all behind London, uh, and we'll be supporting them tomorrow night when this goes out the, on Thursday. Um, yeah, as you say, it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, huge, but, uh, huge for basketball. Yeah. Um, I think that's us for today. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, yeah. Good luck on Sunday against Manchester. And are you going to be at any games this weekend? I am looking at going to Durham again. I think they've got Cardiff at the weekend. Um, Yeah, it's just a short journey instead of going somewhere where it's (laughs) ridiculous. I'm hoping to go to Manchester in a couple of weeks. I'm not actually sure who they're playing, but during half term when the kids are off, it's a bit bit easier to get there and back. (laughs) Dragging dragging them around everywhere. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure the littlest one is like, why, why are we doing this? Oh, do you know what? What one point on um one point on Saturday he tried to run on the, the court in the middle of the match. I was like, no, Jake, I'm no done. way. <laughs> Can you imagine? I know. That's a charging foul. <laughs> but uh, oh, no, Eva sat with my camera on Saturday trying to take some pictures, and so that was cute. Oh, that's cute. But, uh, nice family time. But yeah, hoping, hoping to go to Durham against Cardiff on Saturday. That should be good. Yeah, so you can catch me up from that one. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> but yeah, have a good week. Um, Thank you. And I'll you see, too. I'll talk to you again next week. Yep. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Mm-hmm.